as a younger man, I always enjoyed writing letters to my mother and father, partly because it was a good outlet for expressing things on my mind, and partly because I know they loved getting the letters. That's what I had in mind as I wrote the words, Dear Mom and Dad. It may seem a little strange that I would write to you today. You've both been gone for some years now, and mail delivery is already pretty slow with the holidays. But with the close of another strange year, I felt like reflecting on it with you. I guess that I still like to share my observations with you two, as I always did. You would not recognize the country in which we have come to live. The precepts of courtesy and civility that you consistently modeled and taught to us have become dated and considered signs of weakness by many. Our political discourse has degraded into a contest of which lies can be most successfully sold as truth. Even the most evidentiary truths are now refuted as lies. Our most recent past president still claims, without the slightest evidence offered, that the 2020 election was stolen from him. As troubling, his supporters in Congress have taken up the lie as though it was truth. And worse still, the majority of Republicans in the country have come to embrace it, perhaps out of some sense of obligation to support their political tribe rather than reality you would not recognize the party which you long supported. You would not recognize the technology of our current lives. It is beyond imagination. You were just beginning to learn the fundamentals of the computer before leaving, but today I have more computer power in my cell phone than you had in that big desktop computer of yours. We talk and text message with the kids several times a day and collect photos in ways you would never have conceived. Remember all the photo albums you collected over your lives? We don't use them anymore. All of our photos are on the computer or in our phones. Crazy, huh? Instant information is in our hands. You would never recognize telephones today. You might not recognize our kids and the things that they are doing. Those traffic-stopping little children have grown into forces of nature. Among them, the older girls have eight children in blended families. Ian was married two weeks ago and is preparing for law school. Nikki has become a home caregiver in addition to running her own small business. These are the same people whom you cradled in your arms at the airport when they arrived and who ran the beaches at Kiowa Island at your 50th wedding anniversary gathering. Guess what? We plan to do the same thing this year. It's our turn for 50 years, some 30 years after you. A year doesn't seem as long as it used to. But those amazing kids give us lots of reasons for joy and hope. You would recognize your house at Madeline Island. We have now owned it almost as long as you did back in the 70s. The island becomes more populated every summer with people seeking escape 
from metropolitan society. That has been particularly true during the past couple of years. It took a pandemic to help some people recognize the importance of the natural world in their lives. You'd be pleased with how remarkably little has changed at the home which you created. We work hard to keep it that way. You'd never recognize the changes that have happened over the course of the past two years of the COVID pandemic. For much of that time, we have had to wear face masks to filter the air we breathe in, but especially to filter the air we breathe out. It's more a protection for others. Some people really take offense at the imposition of mandatory mask orders because they think it is an infringement on their individual rights. We've also developed a vaccine against COVID, one that is about 95% effective. Some people won't take it, either because they fear a government plot to plant microchips in its citizenry or because they feel that receiving an injection supports the current president's efforts to fight the virus. Did I mention how dysfunctional our politics is becoming? But the speed and effectiveness with which science has responded to this pandemic is nothing short of miraculous. You wouldn't recognize our weather anymore. The occasional hurricanes that once threatened our shores have become common occurrences showing up with intensities never before measured. At the same time, vast sections of the West and Southwest have been devoured by raging wildfires that burn our woodlands, which have been starved of rainfall. The periodic tornadoes which scour our part of the country have become unpredictably frequent. There were 43 twisters in Iowa in just one day several weeks ago. Some people maintain the position of the former president who has concluded that climate change is a hoax and that things will return to normal in due time. Unfortunately, that will not help the 10,000 people displaced by raging wildfires in Colorado. More than 1,000 homes were incinerated within hours. Actually, about one-third of Americans experienced some form of weather disaster last year. The question is whether this past year of weather disasters will mark a turning point in public opinion that finally forces political leaders to act. You'd be nervous about this if you were still here. This is bigger than anything we have ever faced before. You might not even recognize Katie or me these days. Some of the physical challenges you experienced have now become part of our lives. I knew of the aches and pains and limitations that you struggled with in your later years, and now they are very real parts of our lives too. It's hard to imagine the discomforts and frustrations you were feeling back then, I couldn't know the degree to which your aging was tearing away at so many of your joys and selves. All these years later, I discover that you are still teaching us about patience and adaptation and the graceful acceptance of becoming venerable. I now understand the disconnect between still being a young man in spirit, but in an older man's body.
I feel like I should apologize for not understanding better so many years ago, because I now know the difficulty of your trials. We'll keep trying to be as grateful and contented as you were, despite the losses of identity and capacity. You might not recognize the author of this letter if I did not sign it, given the sad nature of current news. But don't worry, we're still very centered in our love and faith, a gift from the two of you. In any case, that's probably enough for a New Year's Day. We miss you, but the year has just begun and there are lots of changes and joys to anticipate. Today, I walked, swam, and biked indoors and ate peppermint ice cream, one of your favorites. And as Dad was always right in closing his letters, we plan to press on regardless. <laughs>